Today's My Thoughts Monday is brought to you by Gym Aware, the leading tool when measuring performance in the weight room. Guys, VBT is all the craze right now. It's a hot, sexy topic, although it's something that's been around for a while. And the man who wrote the book on velocity-based training, Brian Mann, has called the Gym Aware the Rolls Royce when it comes to velocity measuring devices. Guys, the ability for you to shoot all your information right up into the cloud and store it right away is enough for, for me right there to, to make sure that this is something that I had in my weight room. Putting things together with instant feedback as to how the reps are being performed. On top of that, with the x-axis correction, so you don't have to necessarily worry about direct positioning when you're performing the exercises. Tying that in with the visualization of everything and the ability to allow the athletes to compete. Make this an absolutely stellar tool and something I couldn't recommend you having in your weight room enough. Hop on over to kinetic.com.au today and see everything that they have to offer. Hey everybody, if you enjoy the podcast and the content it provides, be sure to hop over and check out the community. The community is an exclusive members website that is just an extension of what we do here in July at the Central Virginia Sport Performance Seminar. What it is, is a combination of video lectures, a coach's corner with your Monday morning take-home information, and a forum where you can talk about anything and everything related to the field of strength and conditioning. In the community, you'll find content added each month from some of the top practitioners in the world, ranging from PhDs to high-level coaches, bringing you exactly what they're doing with their athletes or their research at the present moment. On top of that, an additional discussion by coaches bringing you that Monday morning information, things that you can add to your training program right away. Tying that in with the opportunity to discuss with coaches around the world in the forum on anything and everything from the topics addressed in these presentations to whatever you're seeing in your daily life as a coach. If this sounds like the right thing for you and your staff, go ahead and hop over to cvasps.com community and try it out for 48 hours for just a dollar. If you like it, you're signed up, ready to roll, and you're jumping into all the great content added each month. If not, feel free to go ahead and cancel at any time. No questions asked. We're really excited about what we're building in the community and hope you are too. Go ahead and hop over to cvasps.com community and check it out today. Hey, what's up everybody? Jay DeMeo coming at you with this week's edition of My Thoughts Monday. And I wanted to take a step back and wait a couple weeks before I kind of threw my two cents out there and to what's been going on in our world. But I want to talk a little bit about what's going on up 95 here at, at, at the University of Maryland and really more so how our profession is reacting to it. Um, before I get into that, Bob Alejo, more often than not, is right. Way more often than not is right. And he just put a post out a couple days ago where he talked about the only thing that we don't know is everything that happened. Now, one thing that we got to remember, okay, is the strength coach and the school parted ways with a severance. And I think that's important as I get into this, is to understand that, you know, if you are liable for a situation that would allow just cause for your termination, chances are they're not going to pay you for that. Take that how you will. I'm just saying that something's there. 
But what I do want to talk about is how we are reacting to the situation. We being strength and conditioning coaches. Even with what I said prior, if what happened allegedly is really what was going on, yeah, there, there's some things that we need to talk about when it comes to how we handle ourselves with our students. Of course. That's like the symptom. That's not the problem. That's not, that's not the biggest issue here. We're sitting here and using a situation to take and put other coaches out there and talk about how their behavior isn't what some people feel is best for us as a profession, and we're using them as examples as to how we should not behave. There's a video that, that's kind of blown up on Instagram about it, and you can say whatever you want, one of those people has won three national championships. And there have been plenty of folks that have come out of there, both graduating, drafted, or transfer, and nothing bad has ever come out about him. And one who's been to multiple Final Fours, who was at that institution forever, who recently was moved to another location. Multiple national championships and multiple final fours because they get too excited. You think they're bad for the profession. You think that they make us look bad. Now, yeah, there, there's some things that people do that make us look kind of stupid. You've never done it? Never. You've never been on a sideline in a game and something great has happened. You haven't jumped up and down and like chest pumped with a kid or like fist pumped or gone crazy or screamed or anything. You've sat there stone faced the whole time. Stoic. Stoic. That's what you've been. Because unless you have, who the fuck are you to say anything? Like, who are you to bash a three-time, at least, national champion and a guy who's been to multiple Final Fours? Why? Because they got excited? Because they're loud? Because they push kids? Like, to be better? The problem isn't that. The behavior is just a symptom. Like, it's just part of what, you know, it's where we're going to get to later. The problem is someone died. That's the problem. And the problem is that it's happening over and over again. The problem is kids are dying under our watch. And that we're sitting here pushing them harder, and doing these things when maybe they're not ready for it. I'm not saying that's what happened in this situation. But in these situations where Rabdo's shown up, it's a pretty good assumption. But even with those, 
if you've never, unless you have never, never woken up for a re-educational workout, who are you to say any better? The problem is, is we're not educating people well enough. The problem is, a vast majority of sport coaches at one time during the year are going to still come up to you and say, we got to make this team tougher. Because people still think that if we do really hard workouts, all of a sudden, you know, we're going to turn into these freaking tough guys that are going to change the world for everything. The problem is that we then have to choose between doing what the coach is asking, and push them harder, and make them tougher, and yell at them, and break them down, and build them up, and do all those things, or doing what we know is scientifically right and fighting against that, and maybe losing our job. That's the problem. So what we need to do first, in my opinion, is take a step back and make sure that everything is done in conjunction with our sports medicine professionals. Whether you like them or not, get over it. So they understand everything that you're doing. Because when they're on board, then you can bring them with you to the coach. When there are situations that arise where you're being told that you need to do these re-educational workouts, I don't know about you, but the instances that have happened in the past, both recent and not so recent, are going to be sent directly to the people asking me to do that. We've got a long way to go. A long way to go. And we're not going to get anywhere if we keep having people die in the offseason. So let's slow down. Let's fix that first Because, I, I don't know, I, I would just guess that any of those kids who didn't make it home after a workout this summer, their parents probably don't give a shit about anything else. It was like 10 to 15 years ago, Mike Boyle said, rule number one is do no harm. Why do we still got to talk about that, dude? Like, Why do people still got to say that? With positions being built and sports science and monitoring and all of this stuff, we should be able to take better care of the kids that we work with. I get it. Crazy shit happens sometimes. Super crazy shit. We had a kid drop in a game. Super crazy shit. But that doesn't mean that if we have the ability to prepare them right, to slow down, to move faster, or whatever it may be, based on how they're adapting, moving forward, and all those things, then we shouldn't be doing a better job of finding ways to use it. So that's what I'm going to try to do. So that I can do better for my guys. And I can do better for the women that I work with. But slow down. 
take care of these kids. Once we get past that, then let's start talking about these other things. But until the coaches change what they're asking for and what they want and what they're going to hire or who makes those decisions, a lot of these ideas are going to continue to be around. So, as always, guys, thanks for taking the time to listen. We'll be back next week with hopefully a better-themed My Thoughts Monday. See you then.